Welcome to Sunspotting, the show where we discuss the personal stories, lives, and hobbies of the people you see every day at CSUN. I'm your host, Jed Bookout. Today's episode is about Josh Eppel, a CSUN graduate that now works for the record label Hopeless Records. The first thing you need to know about Josh Eppel is that his entire career is built on a foundation of lies. So technically I graduated in 2013, but I was offered a job six months before I graduated. I told Vagrant that I had already graduated. So I snuck out and would go to the minimum amount of classes I could a week for those six months to finish my bachelor's degree while also having a job at Vagrant by making excuses that I was sick or family emergencies. It's not that those lies didn't mean he didn't work hard to get where he is though. Eppel spent time as an intern at Vagrant Records before becoming a full-time employee at Hopeless Records, a record label for major bands ranging from Sum 41 to Taking Back Sunday. He is now the head of promotions, which is a fairly serious shift for a former sociology major. To go into any room and talk to a human being and to get them to understand what you want, you have to understand what they want. So to get to know them is a huge part of sociology like if you were a social worker you would go in and you would figure out what has happened to this person where they grew up you would take all of these facts in and you would determine what they should do or what they're going through based on all these things Eppel hills originally from lancaster which is located in the antelope valley about as far north as one can go before leaving la county he became obsessed with music early on in life starting his own bands as a teenager, including the post-hardcore band Dead End Alaska, with whom he toured the country all without any label support. The only management these bands ever had, in fact, was provided by Apple himself. When I entered into bands, it quickly became, oh, I'll be this guy. I'll be this guy who figures out how we get shows and how the money works and how everything else happens because that's what I'm, I'm not. I started drumming like as soon as I joined a band. So I was not good at drumming, but I was like, I can do all of this stuff better than most people I know. So this is what I'll focus on and this will be my biggest contribution to the band. Life wasn't always easy for Apple though, despite what his cheery demeanor would tell you. Both my mom and my dad had issues with substance abuse. They got divorced. I got a stepdad who had issues with substance abuse. And a lot of them were in and out of jail. And I saw a lot of things that I didn't want to see or I shouldn't have seen. Um, and that is really what caused me to get into music too. Like I really just needed a way to not be home. It was these experiences that inspired Apple to go to CSUN and pursue sociology with the hopes of becoming a social worker. I figured I would go into a field and help kids that went through similar things to me. Either music or social work. And at the time, I didn't know that there was a way to make a career of music. So I decided to be a social worker. By the time Eppel reached his senior year, he was in a full-time touring band, managing two other touring bands, working as a gymnastics instructor, and attending CSUN full-time. It was during this time that Eppel says he truly hit what he considered rock bottom. I would sometimes not be able to find a way to like get food after paying rent. And I remember I had one portion of spaghetti left. And I was like, this is it. And I get paid in a day and a half. So this is my last meal. I don't know where I'm going to eat tomorrow, but this is it. And I made it and I was like, here we go. And the worst of luck, my plate broke in half. I literally remember being like, this, I can't do this anymore. I don't know what to do. 
Six months before graduating, Epple happened upon an album from a band called Horse the Band, a metal band based out of Southern California that was signed to Vagrant Records, an independent record label. On a whim, Epple looked into their address on the back of the CD. I emailed them and they're like, yeah, come in for an interview. And um, one thing that I've always been super proud of of myself is I could walk into any room, I could talk to any human being, and I could just go. So I got to Vega Records for my intern interview and they let me in and I was like, oh, hey, I'm here to interview with so-and-so. And they were like, oh, actually, she's not here. And I was like, oh, okay, what should I do? And they were like, oh, well, go and wait in the back. So I went in the back and I introduced myself to all of the other interns and we all started hanging out and then the person never came to interview me. So I just came back the next day and I just kept coming back and I never got interviewed and I never formally got an internship. Apple's roommate Kyle Smith, a former bandmate in Dead End, Alaska, says that this kind of behavior was the best example of the type of person Apple is. You know, sometimes he's a mystery. You're not quite sure what he's going to be doing, but for the most part, it's a bit. So you're not quite sure if it's 100% genuine or if he's doing it for a laugh. That's kind of the interesting thing about him is that you're not quite sure what you're getting. Josh Apple's career may have been built on a foundation of lies, but his time at CSUN and his personal intentions regarding his love for both music and sociology are all intrinsically tied together in a profoundly honest way. I also love to know how people tick. I love to understand where people are coming from and why they choose to do the things they do. So that all goes in there and that also relates back to music in a very weird way. Besides, when I asked Apple if it was safe to assume his life was built on a lie, he responded, 1,000%. But he quickly added, one thing that I think about a lot and that a lot of people ask me or I have conversations with people about, they're like, if you got the chance to go back to your younger self, what would you say? And a lot of people say, like, I would go back and tell my younger self, like, relax, like, it'll be okay. Or don't worry about this, like, you're gonna be fine. But I think that is generally bad advice. I think that if you were to tell someone who was in a bad moment to go chill out and not figure a way out of it, they wouldn't have figured a way out of it. So I think it's always important to keep going and to keep trying. Thanks for listening to Sunspotting. For more stories like these, you can search for Sunspotting on the sundial.csun.edu or search for the Daily Sundial Sunspotting on Apple Music, Spotify, or any other podcatcher. For the Sundial, this has been Jed Bookout. <laughs>